Are you guys ready for America? America. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say the intro and I forgot what I was going to say. Bad Gamecast, this is Jake. This is Jason. Elsa. And this time, America! America! America. We played Metal Wolf Chaos XD. What does that XD stand for? XD. America. (laughs) It's a laughing emoji. Ah, wait, is it? Like, is that what they were going for? Oh, I have no idea. (laughs) Just say yes. Just say yes. Yes. All right. Metal Wolf Chaos XD released August 2019, published by Devolver Digital, developed by General Arcade and From Software, uh, released on the PS4, Xbone, and uh, Windows. Uh, other games that came out in 2019, we covered a lot, so I'm not doing that now. Uh, that's all I had. I believe it's somebody else's turn. America. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop. 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 We don't have a license to that. <laughs> can't get for like is it like two seconds three seconds so play the clip now and i'm bad at singing so they're never gonna catch that Woo! that's true <laughs> the algorithm ain't got shit on this america <laughs> before we go full-on bruce springsteen or whatever <laughs> this is our special fourth of july episode where we celebrate the fuck out of america and how are we doing that with I can't even say big. With fucking robots. Honestly, you're like, not even that big. No, no, it's really more like an Iron Man exosuit. And you're slightly taller. I really didn't understand the scale of the objects in this game, and I don't think uh, they put much thought into it either. Uh, Scale is irrelevant. They 100% didn't. Because now that I'm thinking about it, like when you're in just like some of the first levels, the cars, some of them are small and some are really big. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> As we all where do we even start that? with this? Yeah, right in America. <laughs> yeah, let's just start with let's just get into the story. It's a third-person mech game. You shoot, you shoot guns and rocket launchers and missiles and chain guns and flamethrowers out of your mech, and you run around, and you blow shit up. What do you want? Let's go to the story. I was wondering who was gonna go full on Bandit Keith first. <laughs> Jake, this is America. <laughs> In America, we're the president. <laughs> yep. Uh, so where does it, like, okay. Uh, so the, the game sets out and you are escaping the White House. Yeah, you, you're... You're at the White House in your mech for some reason? Uh, you, the vice president, uh, generic 80s villain, like, I love how 80s villain, uh, oh my god, what's his name? Richard Wolf? Hawk. Hawk. Ah, yeah. Richard Hawk, your vice president, has staged a military coup to take over the U.S. And, uh... You, playing as the president, hop into your trusty mech, Metal Wolf, and then uh, fight your way through his forces and escape. Which is not like a fight so much as you just gun down a bunch of soldiers. You have to save America by killing the U.S. military. Yeah, well, you, as the president, are the only one who can liberate America. You are America. Cancel my plans. I have to save America. Cancel my America. I have plans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, you are aided in your journey by your secretary, Jody. <laughs> Who? I, I, yeah, she just, 
I don't know, pops up to tell you things. And then you tell her, no, I'm the president. I'm going to save us. (laughs) (laughs) Cancel my plans with the Japanese consulate. We'll have to reschedule America. Yeah, mostly. (laughs) Mostly that. Yep. So Richard Hawk essentially takes over America and kind of also takes over the world. I'm not really sure. He gives you a sassy thumbs down in his own mech as you fly away on your (laughs) mech and you yell it dramatically, Richard! And this is not the last time you're going to hear that. Um, As you fly away to the West Coast and you decide you're going to liberate America from West to East and then take back the White House. And that's that's the plot. That's it. Like, um, you, you then do the thing. I mean... Individual levels, uh, the plot moves very slowly. Uh, Yeah, it's not like, (laughs) this is not a complicated plot. You are essentially going to specific uh, cities, and then once you uh, clear the stage, you change the color of a section of the contiguous map, because Alaska and Hawaii aren't represented here. So uh, I believe you start in San Francisco? Yep. I say I believe, like I don't have my notes in front of me. I know that's where you start. (laughs) Uh, And, like, some of these stages have boss fights, uh, either at the end or that is the stage, which is the case here in San Francisco where you get to fight a tank with a big-ass laser on it. Super tank. (laughs) Did you destroy super tank in a single barrage of your super attack? Because that's what I did. I just used my super ultimate attack where you just fire all your guns like you know 10 times in a row and then the super tank just exploded while you scream something like fuck yeah it's uh how do you like me now yes yeah Mm. (laughs) press f to annihilate (laughs) we have this uh essentially ultimate meter that slowly increases for uh, each enemy unit you defeat on the battlefield and once you fill up your ultimate meter you can press a button and then just shoot all your guns screaming patriotically and destroy everything in the general vicinity including most bosses oh there's also uh, energy tank pickups uh, throughout the stages that will uh, fill up that meter faster Mm, true right from San Francisco after you flexed all over this tank you head to Beverly Hills where there are bombs throughout Beverly Hills that you have to shoot to destroy. You know, you disarm them with your guns. America. (laughs) You don't even disable them. You just blow them up and they have this giant blast radius and I assume like like the block is destroyed and there's so much collateral damage from you stomping around. (laughs) Yeah, And it's like, I'm liberating this area and everything's on fire. There's screams. You you blow up so much stuff in your just like all the time. Ah, there's enemies over there and you just blow up the thing they're standing on (laughs) it's just like okay yeah or when the explosions do go off and it like should take out a city block boom ah uh before we go any further i will say that the uh stages as you unlock them uh unlock a few at a time so you can do things in a different order than how we're going to present them here this is just in order to go through them in Mm -hmm. so We've got Alcatraz Island, where you have to take out the super weapon, the Alcatraz Cannon. You gotta defeat the Alcatraz Cannon, or it will zap ya. Yeah, doesn't it just uh, a fire at San Francisco? I mean, yes, but they say it's gonna zap ya. I have it it written down in my notes. Big, bold letters, zap, because they say it multiple times. Well, it is a big cannon and you know zap really uh gives off the presence of giant cannon it'll Mm -hmm. zap you pow (laughs) 
Uh, oh, I will say, uh, as we are going through this, you have the, uh, what is it, DNN reporter who's just talking shit about uh, Metal Wolf the entire time. Yes. Who, uh, for whatever DNN reason. DNN po- reporter Peter McDonald. Peter McDonald. Doesn't sound anything like this, but anytime it was written out, this is how I read it. It was uh, under the impression that uh, Richard Hawk taking over the country is a good thing and that Metal Wolf is just secretly behind it and is murdering people wantonly. Yep. He's basically telling everyone that you're like a rogue terrorist and like assaulting the US military, which you totally are. Oh, yeah. But that like you are painted as the villain by these reporters, by this specific reporter, because there's only only one in the entire nation. Yeah. And it's Peter McDonald. Peter McDonald. <laughs> Are you a terrorist? I mean, yes. <laughs> but you're a terrorist to the terrorist. Yeah. How does the that work? Ultimate counter terrorist? Because, like, America. Violent military coup is kind of not, not cool. Right? It's like, and Richard Hawk is, is a cartoon bad guy. Oh, yeah. uh, he, he is levels so. of villain that people wish to aspire to. How do you out Saturday morning cartoon a Saturday morning cartoon with your villainy? It is impressive. Like, uh, what? He's just going to blow up Beverly Hills because it's funny. Mm-hmm. Or like take out San Francisco because fuck him. Yeah. Or uh, you end up in Miami Beach where he's just selling people. Just selling them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> just like, hey, you want some Americans? I got a bunch of Americans back here in the back of my trunk. You want to come back here? Six for a dollar. All Americans must go. Yeah. (laughs) That's just like, that's it. The man is evil. (laughs) And every time you talk to him, he's just like laughing to himself. He's super blasé about the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Michael, you're trying to stop the troops. You're probably not gonna. Bye. (laughs) What the fuck? All right, so we head off from uh, Alcatraz Island after you uh, take out the Alcatraz cannon to uh, some Old West shenanigans in Phoenix. Because, you know, Phoenix looks like an Old West town. Mm -hmm. It was just like a fucking mining town. Yep, and you have to fight other uh, well, mobiles. You have to remember that this game came originally came out in 2004, and Phoenix was just the Wild West up until about 2008. Oh, sure, <laughs> of course. How could I forget? <laughs> it's just like a constant barrage of sheriff and gunslinger and Wyatt Earp references. It's just like, he's got to clean up this town. <laughs> yeah, no, it's straight up Old Westy, like. <laughs> so you move on from Phoenix to the Grand Canyon. And I wasn't sure why you're at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Liberate all the people there. Yeah, I guess. Uh, you um, mm, uh, fight your way across bridges that span the Grand Canyon. And you... Fight a big-ass attack helicopter. Uh, Castina, because it has a name, because of course it does. And uh, this is the point where you can't stand on the bridge, otherwise the uh, Castina will just shoot the bridge out from under you and then you die. This was one of my favorite levels up until I fell out of the level and instantly lost and had to replay it twice. Mm. I got to the end twice and played it, had to play it over again in its entirety. There are no checkpoints in the middle of levels. Yeah. If you die, uh, you just gotta start it over, and falling, apparently, is just an instant death. Because, you know, this is a game made in 2004, and they haven't figured out that maybe you can just fall out of the level and just take damage and respawn up at the top. (laughs) We didn't get that tech until 2009. 
You know, I, I had that issue where if you end up in water, then uh, it just kills you, which is a weird choice. Like, you know, as you're uh, metal wolfing around the country, you would never run into any water anywhere ever. Hey, whatever. Again, that's uh, still a very, like, old design choice. Straight out of Phoenix. Insta-kills. So from the Grand Canyon, we move on to Houston. And at Houston, you're at, like, a naval yard, and you have to take out the giant super shit, the Olajuwon. Super ship, excuse me. <laughs> Which, uh, I don't know about you guys, but this fight was a fucking pain. It was... It wasn't too bad, honestly. <laughs> I just cleared all the target zones, and then the giant helicopter came down and said, Hey, I'm gonna try to shoot you, and I'm like, no, I shoot you, and then I shot him. What was that? <laughs> the end. I'm not sure what issues you had. I used, like, a bazooka and a sniper rifle and a machine gun, and those were, like, my modes of attack, usually. Uh, my machine guns ran out of ammo. I was using the bazooka. I was trying to use a flamethrower, but the majesty of that hadn't really hit me yet. And then I had grenade launchers, so, like, attempting to hit the, uh, because it's a big-ass, like, helicarrier, uh, that, like, just sweeps over the level. So, like, I was having issues, like, getting the shots to actually hit it. Ah, whatever. Yeah. From, uh, after yeah. you take out the Elijah you head to Chicago, which where uh, the city is being gassed while uh, Richard is uh, laughing maniacally as the gas starts going off. And you have this weird, like, gas meter you have to try and keep the city under or everybody dies. Yeah. Yep. It is essentially a time mission. Yeah. Because if uh, you didn't have that timer, this would be piss easy. Man. It's a freaking pain. I mean, you really just have to hustle. It's not that bad. But yeah, it's... I ended up doing it, like, three times just to, like, map out the best path because, like, I ended up failing, like, near the end a few times. But it wasn't terribly painful because it was a pretty short mission. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's really not that long. Uh, from Chicago, we head to Miami Beach where you get to take out a battleship. A fucking battleship. Not only a battleship, but a battleship, like, commanded by the president's old commander in the like armed forces <laughs> because fucking reasons <laughs> but he doesn't know that you are the president he just knows you as metal wolf the terrorist and you metal wolf your public enemy number one he just knows henchmen gonna hench so he's doing what the vp told him to do yeah pretty much because good soldiers obey. Fuck the police. And man, like, I was having a hell of a time with the landmines on the beach on this one. Where, like, I wasn't paying any attention and I would just die. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the mines were way too powerful. All right, so we head from Miami to New York. Mm-hmm. Where, um... Uh, how do you describe this? Uh, a giant fucking laser spider? That is exactly what I was going to say. Apt. Yeah. Yep, it is the, uh, Casparatus. Casparatus? And, uh, you know, fuck this guy. Yeah, fuck this thing. Now, there's a, a super secret method, which uh, the game tells you about if you uh, end up close to the back of the map, where its power station is, and you turn off its uh, big-ass laser cannon if you take that out. Good luck getting back there. <laughs> Good luck getting back there without getting the shit kicked out of you. Yeah, my successful run of this uh, level... I finally decided to just sprint to the that back area, immediately take out his laser weapon, and then take out his shield generator. 
areas yeah after that yeah because so immediately disable the cannon throughout the city are shield generator towers that you need to take out so you can do an actual amount of damage to them but apparently you don't have to take out all of them because i definitely had a few up when i finished it off so like, yeah each shield gave him some incremental damage resistance so you couldn't just pour damage into the guy yeah they each give him a certain amount of dr is what it seems like so the more you destroy the more damage you'll do but you don't have to destroy nearly all of them. Oh, I just nope. took them all out. Probably makes it easier. Faster, at least. Yeah, and then I hit the uh, ultimate fucking fuck yeah unload and took it out pretty quickly. You know, it's weird. All the boss fights, if you have that up, it really kind of ends it. Yes. That thing does so much damage. Uh, so in the meantime, you as the president, Michael, what's his face? B Wilson. Wilson, thank you. Wilson. Yep. <laughs> president Wilson and Jody have been in talks with a resistance leader. You don't really like see and you certainly don't interact with whatever a resistance might be, but he's around. You are the resistance. You are America. America. Anyway, after you uh, free New York from the clutches of the big fucking laser spider, you head to Liberty Island because Jody has been kidnapped. Oh, no. Not only Jody, but like your entire, I guess, support team, because Richard Hawk has implemented anybody associated with the resistance and all their friends and all their family and all their co-workers and anyone who has ever been linked to this person <laughs> in any way will all be publicly executed if you continue to associate with the resistance so everybody's like we're not resistance and everybody just sort of quits except the president because he's the president did he mention he was the president so you have to go save your team <laughs> yep because so. you're the president <laughs> so, you hop on the bridge that takes you from new york proper to liberty island because <laughs> you know that's a thing and uh, Richard's there <laughs> right. in his mech on top of a, uh, what looks like a giant metal thresher. <laughs> Yeah, a bunch of guns and shit on it. And uh, as you're there, the resistance shows up and attack helicopters, and you have to shoot down the missiles that Richard is firing at the resistance, but also do enough damage to his big metal contraption to stop it before it reaches Liberty Island. Yep, you have to both protect a target and destroy a target at the same time. This is the this is the level that I had to retry the most. It was probably took me somewhere between like six and eight attempts to beat it. Um, I didn't realize until maybe my like third or fourth attempt that I could destroy the individual missile launchers on the machine. Yeah. And once I figured that out, it was a lot easier. Also, you needed to destroy the tank tread so it would slow down its journey across the bridge, you know, the bridge to Liberty Island. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows the very real bridge to Liberty Island. <laughs> We've covered this. <laughs> In America. <laughs> in America. Yeah, I just, uh, at this point, uh, we haven't gotten into the upgrades, but I had Gatling guns. So, like, the missiles that would get fired weren't an issue. And then when I ran out of ammo for those, I just hit them with the uh, dual grenade launchers. And my God, those grenade launchers are so good. And so, like, this one, like, I had a tougher time with the fucking spider that I did with uh, this bullshit. Mm. But once you defeat Richard here and save the lovely Jody and, I guess, the rest of the people that are there. The no-names, yeah. You head to the White House for a mission called Fight House. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> 
And of course, before you actually get to fight the fight house, you have to take out the uh, secret underground base below the White House and take out the target areas. The defenses around it, which is, you know, kind of weird that like everywhere else you've just sort of been airdropping in, but not the White House. You have to like sneak in underground because reasons. But even then you drop in from above into the secret bunker. Yeah. Look, I didn't say it made sense. No, it doesn't make sense. They don't really try that hard to make sense. No, they don't. <laughs> they just need you to blow some up, some stuff up first before. Yeah. Before you fight the White House, and um, it's the White House which has like an armored shell around it, and you have to destroy the armored shell, but not the White House beneath, because you gotta preserve the White House. Yeah, you have to take out the guns on the White House that are shooting at you, because if you hit the armor, it damages the White House. Hmm, is that how it works? Did uh, either of you accidentally kill the White House? No. Jody gives you not a... bad. <laughs> <laughs> Jody gives you a um, a stern talking to about what a piece of shit you are. <laughs> Damn, I should go back and do that. It's, it's, it's actually pretty funny. Jody, I can destroy the White House. You know why? Because I'm the president. It's my house. <laughs> I can destroy it because I'm the president. After you liberate the White House from Richard's control, Richard runs off to, you guessed it, Las Vegas. And then you fight your way through a bunch of casinos while chasing Richard. Just, like, on the floor, blowing up slot machines and shit. Yeah, make it rain. Mm -hmm. uh, which he then does to you when you're uh, outside and he just floats above you, uh, launching shit down at you. It's a fucking pain. Does he? I don't think he did that to me. I think we just had sort of a fight on the ground and we just shot each other with the machine guns. Uh, you fight him in a casino. You chase him into an outside area where there's a large canopy. He stays on top of oh, until you take it the out. the corridor, yes. Yeah. Okay. And then after that, you have uh, the final fight with him in a, like, fountain plaza. Yep, like the dancing fountains. Mm -hmm. And then after you defeat him, he uh, jumps into a space shuttle and launches into space. Yep, he just, you know, you're about to defeat Richard, win the day. You've defeated the person who, you know, did the coup d'etat against you. But he's parked a space shuttle next to your fight area. <laughs> just in He case. came prepared. <laughs> Saturday morning villain. He is on it. Yeah. So as the president, you take off after the space shuttle, latch onto the side and take off into space where you end Mr. up on president. a space station. No. Then you, you, it's not, like you just ride up an elevator while other mech suits try and attack you until you get to the top and then you just fight Richard and his giant ultimate weapon called ultimate weapon. Yep. Not even trying anymore. It's just like a big old mega tank with a bunch of super guns attached to it. There was an upper level to that arena, apparently, and I just ran up there and hid behind some pillars and just like pot shot at them a few times. Was there really? Yep. Hmm. Made the fight a lot easier for me. Yeah, because this took me for fucking ever. Like, at least the elevator ride didn't take that long, because boy, every time I got up there, it was just punishment. Did you purchase the debuff gun or research the debuff gun? There's a debuff gun? There was an assault rifle. I think it was the top assault rifle that lowers enemies' defenses when you shoot them with it. So I shot the ultimate weapon with the debuff gun. So it had the debuff on it. And then I used my super ultimate, you know, how do you like me now attack and destroyed the super one weapon in a single shot. Damn. Yup. <laughs> I uh, did it before without the debuff gun, and the, my ultimate attack only did probably about a fourth of its health. So debuff gun, super OP. Hmm. 
Uh, yeah, well, you uh, defeat Richard. Richard! Michael! And, uh... That's the game? <laughs> that's the game. Yeah. You saved America, and therefore the world. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. At the very end, uh, Richard is exploding, and, like, he's flying back towards Earth in a orbit that will burn him up in atmosphere, and Michael's like, I gotta save him! And it's like, this guy has literally, like, committed genocide and slavery and murdered a bunch of people and, like, tried to poison entire cities. And he's like, but Richard, we both love America in our different ways. And Richard's like, I'm not going to let you save me. <laughs> I'm going to burn up instead. Well, you know, <laughs> someone fears the Hague. <laughs> Seriously, though, those guys don't fuck around. Because that's where that dude's going. <laughs> Oh, man. So uh, at the end of each stage, you're given a score. Based on the score, you're given an amount of currency. Throughout each stage, you have pickups. Uh, there is ammo pickups. There are mech upgrades, which give you a set upgrade once you collect enough of them. And there's also rare material. That's just what it's called that you need to get uh, access to the better guns. Use that to research and purchase uh, new weaponry. Between stages, you have a garage where you can take the money that you've earned and invest it into new weapons and then you can use the same currency to purchase said weapons that you've manufactured there are ah uh, hell i forget how many different kinds of guns there's handgun shotgun assault rifle bazooka grenade launcher missile launcher flamethrower sniper rifle machine gun machine, machine gun, gun. <laughs> Uh, I ended up using mostly assault rifles, machine guns, and bazookas, and I just upgraded those three tiers to, you know, maximum, and about halfway through the game, I was well-equipped enough that I didn't have a lot of issues destroying any standard unit. I was using flamethrowers and grenade launchers for the most part. Uh the Metal Wolf has eight different weapon slots. Some weapons take up two slots, uh, so one on either side. So like a flamethrower takes up. Uh, you can have uh, up to four different weapons on your left hand and your right hand independently. So like uh, I was using a flamethrower, so that took up one slot each. Hmm. But then I had uh, dual grenade launchers, uh, dual Gatling guns, which were the upgrade of the machine guns. And then whatever random shit, it didn't matter because I never used it. <laughs> I was mostly on assault rifles. And then bazookas, uh, used some grenade launchers, and shotguns. It had bazookas equipped, but the grenade launchers had a much larger splash, mm -hmm. which seemed weird to me. Also, God, the grenade launchers I had hit fucking hard. Oh, man. I mean, no, they hit super hard, but I found the bazookas easier to hit things with. Yeah, yeah. So that was the trade-off. Yep. So I would use I'm grenade launchers for, like, bazooka. towers, because they don't move. Yep, yep. Use my sniper rifle for towers. Didn't like the sniper rifles. Oh, same. They did a ludicrous amount of damage, but you only got like 10 shots. So like if I've cleaned up all the ground units and I just have to blow up a few buildings and I would just take out the sniper cannon and, you know, put a few explosive rounds through the buildings. Didn't ever have to research sniper rifles. The game just kept on giving me sniper rifles. I'm like, okay. Yeah, for doing certain objectives in missions, and sometimes you can find them as pickups 
There are weapons that you can't research. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the top tier flamethrower, uh, I had to do something for it because, man, the flamethrower is just the constant stream of damage. And then as you upgrade them, it just does more and more. So, like, anything standing in front of them is just vaporized. Ugh, so nice. Assuming something's standing still. So, like, the buildings, like, when you have to take out a tower, flamethrower, go. Or, like, uh, tanks. <laughs> okay. Or any of the other mechs that were dumb enough to stand in front of you. Bye, boys! And I think that's all the positive things I have to say about this game. <laughs> oh, I mean, as you heard with the plot summary and us sort of interjecting, this game is very clearly a satire, sort of, on the overdramatic nationalistic nature of a lot of America. America! Because I'm the president. America! Oh, no. I mean, that's also kind of just how they, uh, <clears throat> how America comes across in a lot of, uh, Japanese, uh, stuff. That's true. Because this was, you know, uh, the first release in 2004, this game was made for Japan, only came out in Japan. Uh, the XD release last year was the first time this game was officially available in the States or Europe. Yeah, they didn't release it here because they were worried that Americans would be offended by it, mm-hmm. which is hilarious because, I don't know, I found the game mostly hilarious. Oh, the game's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that's That part I don't think is arguable. This shit's hilarious. <laughs> it's so over the top. <laughs> And it's never really done in any sort of mean-spirited way that, you know, certain edgy games uh, slip into. I mean, there's, you know, war and explosions and cartoon villain murder man, but it's done in such a way that it's, you know, not even believable and it doesn't feel horrific or desolate or anything like that. Yeah, like as your main antagonist is doing all this like awful shit, he's so cartoonishly villainous, like it's laughable. And even he's just like having a good time about it. Yeah, it it's not, they don't ground it in reality at all. So like he's doing monstrous things, sure. And if you were to sit down and analyze it, but like he is hamming it up while he's selling p- live people. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it, it goes so beyond like, this is a reasonable thing, even from the beginning, just that it, you don't take it seriously. You can't. No. Because it doesn't take itself seriously. No. Mm-hmm. But you were about to get into the bad of this game, Jake, and I'd like to hear what that is from either of you. Uh, the controls. Yep. Uh, well, uh, a couple things. The uh, level design is uh, incredibly repetitive, which is an issue I have with other From Software mech games. Like, um, when it boils down to it, you run around in your robot and you just, like, are shooting shit. It's uh, super simple, and sure, the area can change a bit, but mostly you're doing the same thing, shooting the same enemies. It's not doing anything new. And this does mix it up somewhat. Now, we went through all the stages. There's not a whole lot of them. So it's like, uh, this one, you have to take out these towers. This one, you have to take out the radio antennas. This one, you have to get the bombs or the gas or defeat the boss. It's really it and the enemies that you run into are all there the controls are not great uh when i think about other from software mech games i think of like armored core so like the lack of customization that you have in the mech itself kind of bothered me now it does kind of do that in the guns that you have i i can accept that but the mech doesn't move as freely as i want it to like i want to be able to just like boost around and be nimble and it it doesn't I want to be able to, like, float in the air, and it doesn't do that either. That's true. Well, I mean, you can, like, jump in the air and then boost to, like, 
hover forwards, fly in a straight line. Mm, yeah. Kind of. But that was pretty much it. I, would, I mean, I want to rock it off I, 600 feet in the air. <laughs> Whee! Not that the skybox will allow for that, but, yeah. you know. No, it's, I mean, it. the issue I have with it is it, uh, is it being the product of its time, you know? You're controlling a mech in 3D space, and it just feels clunky a lot of the time, you know? Some of the choices for, like, how you swap weapons is not good. No, it's super weird. Because you have to hit a button to open up the menu, or weapon change menu, which opens up the, like, wings on your back. Yeah. And then you independently cycle through each one. Or, like, you hit a button and it does both of them. Yeah. Because I would I was playing it on a controller, so, like, I could do each one independently. Yeah, on keyboard mouse. But it's, like, one of those things where those could have just been hotkeyed one through eight. Yeah. Yeah, this game doesn't seem like... It- game that even should be played with a keyboard mouse that sounds like a nightmare i was playing on a keyboard mouse because i always do and it was not particularly good yeah yeah that does not sound so that's you know i felt like i was fighting against the game to play a lot of the time i mm, i felt okay. it was serviceable on a keyboard mouse it just it felt much better on a controller yeah i mean i had some issues with the again the clunkiness was there it's and the lack of customization definitely was there it definitely felt like baby first armored core game yeah gameplay wise so all it really did was you know make that give me that itch for like more in-depth armored core game Mm, i get that from software when come on from software i know you're making all the money on dark souls and demon souls and bloodborne and all that but just maybe maybe just make another mech game for me for me please on pc jesus just release the fucking armored core games on pc that's all i want Baby, come back. I'll be good. Baby, come back. I mean, no one will buy them, so... uh, Oh! Oh! But my biggest issue with the game... uh, No, go on, Elsa. Nope. Uh, is the difficulty spikes. It seems like mm-hmm. out of nowhere, um, you can like play through this game at a steady clip and then you hit something that's just damn near impassable and you have to figure out how to get around it. Like, let's say, let's take the uh, giant fucking spider in New York. I died to that thing so many times before I knew its power bank was in the back where its fucking laser battery is. It doesn't tell you that. Like, you have to get back there and then it's like, oh, it comes back here to recharge. If you take this out, it can't fire its laser. Cool. Great. Grand. Wonderful. The Elijah one, the big ass helicarrier, just beat the shit out of me. Um, in the, the on the beach in Miami, trying to take out the uh, battleship. The battleship itself isn't that hard of a fight, but those fucking landmines, good lord! And in that case, I eventually learned to uh, avoid them, stop being stupid. Uh, I felt like I got lucky with the Elijah one. The same thing with the final battle. Like I was not prepared, and I don't feel like there was any amount of grinding I could have done in the game to get prepared because I wasn't doing enough damage to it before I would just get stunlocked and then shit on. When I finally beat it, I got lucky. I got lucky because it gave me a dodge that it hadn't done any other time when he was just launching a fucking missile barrage. It's not like my skill as a mech pilot because I didn't do anything different that time. It just that time decided, oh, you don't get hit with the first missile, so I don't get hit with the rest of them now. That's all I have to say to that. <laughs> okay, well, that it. Anybody else have anything to add? Not really. Yep. Oh. Recommendations then? Maybe? Uh, Again, it's a weird one. I think it's a really funny game. Uh, The story is insane over the top. Uh, but I didn't particularly like playing it. Apparently, you should definitely play it with a controller, but that's 
I don't know. It's weird to be like if it was made newer and actually better because XD, you know, seems to be mostly just a port of it, not really like an update at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It didn't seem like there are any like graphical updates or gameplay updates yeah. or anything like that. And I don't care about the graphics. Anyone who has seen any of my streams can tell graphics do not phase me one bit. <laughs> if a game looks like a potato, so be it. But the controls were bad enough that I really didn't enjoy a lot of the time playing. So it's hard for me to recommend definitely go out and play this. But it's probably on sale often enough that it's cheap enough that if you like like armored core because that's you know it's from software mech game then you should probably pick it up and play it because the story is so goddamn goofy yeah that's where i'm at um i would say about i really enjoyed about half the time i spent with it and the other half i was frustrated and i know going into it i wanted it to play more like armored core which is on me you know like that's the hopes that i had for it and it's not it's not the same game but i think there's still fun to be had here and if you could pick it up for like i don't know five bucks why wouldn't you if you like that sort of uh, mech combat uh unlike the other two i think i'm gonna give the most glowing review of this uh i have a running list of games that i keep track of because i'm the kind of nerd who does that and I have uh, all the bad games that I've played highlighted in red just to note like how many bad games I've played I will not be putting Metal Wolf Chaos in red I uh, I enjoyed the time I had with this game again it's ridiculous uh, it's mech combat it's from software again it's like baby's first armored core game there's fun to be had there and if you like you know armored core games and you're you know feeling nostalgic and you want to laugh at uh richard and michael yelling at each other <laughs> over and over and over uh give this one a whirl uh maybe find it on sale don't maybe maybe don't pay a full 25 dollars for it because i think that's what it retails for right now yeah somewhere around there yeah so you know maybe wait for a steam sale give it a go 25 is a bit stiff considering what you get for the game true enough but i mean hey whatever i mean spend your money how you want right there are worst games you could spend this on easily yeah. There are games that are currently still selling for 50 bucks that we recently reviewed that <laughs> I'm still mad about Left Alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Well, what do we do now? Oh, now we had our yeah. Just ruin that take. <laughs> now we answer letters from listeners. Listeners like you. We have a question here. Has there ever been a period where video games have helped any of you cope with depression, debilitating life choice, or through a series of personal hardships? What console platform, game series, genre, or game? And would, what would you recommend as a crutch for those who may be going through a rough patch that can only be achieved through video games? Uh, wow, so, okay. Not really. Um, uh, video games, I mean, they absolutely are good for that kind of thing. Can be for, you know, certain people. In my, the most depressed, depressed time I've been, I definitely did play a lot of video games, but I don't think it helped me. <laughs> yeah, sure. It was just there. Um, but I think it's one of those things where I like playing games. And if I'm, you know, annoyed or any kind of like bad mood or anything or, you know, uh, during 2020, which has been a year so far, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's, it's very easy to just sit down and play some things that I really have enjoyed. And as far as recommendations, I can't like 
whatever you enjoy. And I think that's really the, like, sometimes I feel like new things and, you know, I'll play new things, try new things, but sometimes you just slip into something that you know you like, you know, and that is great. And for me, that honestly has mostly been a lot of my streams of Might and Magic, uh, six and seven, like these games I now, I know very well. I can beat them very quickly if I want, but I just kind of enjoy going through them and, you know, being on stream, hanging out with other people who like these games. They're old RPGs, but they have a special place for me. So they're great to just kind of kill time. Elsa? Um, yeah, as someone who uh, has struggled with her mental health, and I'm pretty vocal about that, games have been a place where I can sort of lose myself, just like Jason said. Um, there have been a couple of games that have really like resonated me with me in a meaningful way that sort of hit me at either the right time or the right place. The two most recent that I can think of uh, have been Undertale, which sort of made me bawl like a baby in a very good and cathartic way, especially if you if you pick it up. I recommend you play through it once and then make sure you play through it and do the pacifist ending because it is really something. Um, and the second one is Celeste, which really has brings to the forefront it grapples with the issue of like mental health and determination and anxiety and depression and things like that and does it all through this lens of a platformer like climbing a mountain and that one really really struck a chord with me and I would very much recommend it to anybody who um, enjoys platformers and sort of is looking for that sort of I don't know message that it's gonna be okay and sometimes you have to work at it. I have uh, said before, if I'm feeling down, I will usually just watch a lot of like stand-up comedy. Uh, just anything that I can take my mind off of everything for an hour and just sit there and laugh. So uh, it might be uh, like I'll sit and say, just uh, watch The Simpsons or uh, anything I find funny. Comedy specials, The Three Stooges, you know, uh, anything that uh, tickles my funny bone. Uh, I certainly have used uh, video games as uh, a way to deal with depression. Like um, when and I separated from my wife. Uh, we were separated a long time before we finally got a divorce. And even though like our separation was uh, mutual, we had gotten along fine. We mutually decided that we would not, we would be better apart than we were together. And it would be better for the kids and all that. When I moved to my apartment, you know, like it's that first couple weeks, I'm here alone by myself. And, you know, it really sinks in. I'm not from here. I don't have any family around here. It's just me. Uh, it, it takes it took a long time to get used to going to bed and not having someone laid next to me. I mean, we were married for years, you know, or like I would come home and knowing no one's going to come in that door. Uh, and that it took a while to get used to. And I needed something that I would find engrossing. So like uh, I played and I used to talk a lot about it, like Nino Cooney, uh, because when it comes down to it, it's a story about loss and acceptance. And uh, it's presented in a beautiful Studio Ghibli art. And I love the score and the gameplay and the cute little like Pokemon like monster shit that they have going in there. And I really like the characters and all that. Like the game, if fucking just hit me on all sides, I'd fucking love that game. Or uh, Dark Souls to the same extent, but for a different reason. <laughs> 
and not because I found the story engaging because, you know, Dark Souls doesn't really present you a story. You have to find it out. But because I could focus so hard on the gameplay and just trying to make it through and scraping inch by inch through that game that, you know, when you finally get to the end, that feeling of accomplishment that you get. And then I would think about, you know, uh, the time that I would spend doing that. And, you know, in a kind of lesser extent, I can make it through this. I'll be fine, you know, sort of way. But generally, I try not to use, um, uh, because I read a lot, so, like, uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here, uh, I have many uh, escapist fantasies. Try not to use something as an escape and deal with the problems that you have in any capacity that you can. If that means that you have to find help, then by all means, find help. Do what you gotta do, you know? Pills here. <laughs> in a weird side tangent, mildly related, um, this podcast... I absolutely use to just dump hatred into. <laughs> like, I can be angry, but instead I'll just be angry at the awful shit we play here instead of at other things in my life. It, like, it gives me a reason to absolutely just rant for hours on end. You? Rant? <laughs> no. <laughs> and... So, you know, it it's a weird sort of catharsis. Now, it's also, like, torture, so take that as you will. <laughs> right. Somewhere between self-flagellation and, you know, it, it all comes together, but... In the end, you're creating something. Yeah. Which, you know, people enjoy. <laughs> Someone enjoys, probably. <laughs> At least one person. Thank you for the downloads. <laughs> right, we chose a hell of an episode to field that question. Yeah, right? <laughs> Hard turns. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, if you have any other questions, comments, concerns, things you want to hear us talk about, elaborate on, discuss, hit us up, thebadgamecast at gmail.com. We read those on here. You can tweet at thebadgamecast. I run that thing. You can tweet at Jake Prey. He does that thing. Mm -hmm. You can tweet, I guess, at Freya Faust. She does hey, that hey. thing. Uh, there is a Facebook page. Updates pending. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I gotta mention it, otherwise I feel bad. But then I also just don't have to update it. It's the best of both worlds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Reddit page. Uh, all the episodes go up there. You could uh, have discussion there if you wanted. You don't. I know. I can see. Uh, there is... Uh, Discord, if you want somebody to talk to. Oh, Come Discord. hang out with the community. Yeah, we've got... Uh, a burgeoning community? Is that a word? It is a word. Is that the right word? You used it correctly. It, it fits. Damn. <laughs> uh... And then we stream on Twitch every Monday through Thursday. Well, most Mondays through Thursday. You know, you never know. Uh, and then all those Twitch streams do eventually find their way to YouTube. Uh, name on both those is still the Pad Gamecast. It's, it's our name. It's everywhere. <laughs> Type it in. Go on that Google. I actually don't know what'll pop up if you've typed that in. Uh, if you Google the Bad Game Cast, it's either us or the movie The Bad Game. The Bad Game, and it's the IMDb page. Well, for me, it's us. Weird. <laughs> Which also for me, the Facebook is like the first link. Man, I should update that. <laughs> Goddamn bullshit, Facebook. And a special thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. You guys are the bestest. It's true. That's just science. Yeah, you, you too. <laughs> you keep the lights on and the cheeseburgers coming. Damn right. Hell yeah. Oh my god, what did I say? I, I need some lumpen cheeseburgers from a lumpen dump truck. <laughs> god, I miss Adventure Time. <laughs> All right, well, for the Bad Game Cast, I've been the President of the United States. And I've been the President. And I'm the President of these great United States of America. Good night. Richard! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Michael. Oh, not really. I mean, if uh, anybody out there needs somebody to talk to, we're always in the Discord. It's always up. That's true. We're around, I guess. Although, like, seek a professional, not us. (laughs)